Again, if you're a guest with us today, we're so glad you're here worshiping with us. and We honor you today for being here. We're so glad you're here. If you're watching us on TheAnyoc.com, welcome this morning. Happy Mother's Day to you. If you're not here today, we wish you a happy Mother's Day as well. Praise God. If you would put your hands together one more time and welcome Pastor David Wright as he comes to minister today. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Let's give Jesus Christ a hand clap of praise and worship this morning. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. To all of the mothers, happy Mother's Day. Thank you so much for all you are and all that you do. And God is my only witness. I do not have another one. So you hopefully will trust my honesty and uh, talk to God and maybe he'll answer you. But my brother did exactly what I had intended to do. So I will do it anyways at the risk of appearing to be a copycat. Um, Since he is my brother, we have the same grandmother. If you need help, I'll explain that to you after church. (laughs) Give honor to my grandmother today. Such a wonderful woman of God. And uh, as my brother stated, if my mother is watching, uh, happy Mother's Day. could not have asked or picked a better mother to have for this journey of life. And to also my wonderful wife, my kids are extremely blessed to have such a great mother. And I honor her today. Amen. (laughs) Matthew chapter 15. Matthew 15, and again reading with verse number 22, Matthew 15, 22. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coasts and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. But he answered her not a word, and his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. And he answered and said, Boy, would this not have been headlines for the news. I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered and said, Actually, this is the part I was jumped ahead of myself. It is not meat. To take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. Jesus could have been right in the middle of the presidential campaign fray with a statement like that. And she said, truth, Lord. Yet the dogs eat from the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman. Great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. I want to preach to you for a few minutes this morning on this subject. Don't mess with mama. Don't mess with mama. Father, thank you for your wonderful presence that we feel in this place today. Thank you for your spirit that has responded to our worship. Thank you for... 
touching and ministering to the mothers that are here today as well as others, Lord. I pray now that through your word you would speak to us, you would minister in this place. Trust you and depend on you today, Father. Trust you for your anointing. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. We don't really know a whole lot about her other than what is said in these verses. I believe it was also Mark that recorded this same story. And There's really not much more information about her there than there is here. But it tells us she was from, she was a woman of Cana. In fact, in Mark, I believe he says she was a Syrophoenician woman. And she comes to Jesus with a need. She comes burdened by a need. Brother Joel said it during the prayer for mothers, and I am rapidly approaching that point where I'm uh, seeing the fact that it doesn't matter the age of your kids, you never stop being a father or a mother in the sense that responsibilities and roles and authority in their lives may change, but your love and concern does not decrease or diminish. In fact, I'm starting to get the opinion some of that becomes even worse as they begin to gain their freedom. While you have all the control and all make all the decisions and, you know, there's a sense of safety and security. But as you begin to release and they begin to become more and more independent, the stress level to me increases. I I think uh, my opinion is that when you have small children, there are great physical demands. The older they get, that transitions to great mental demands. So whether it's physical or mental, you, once you become a parent, you enter into a life of something great. <laughs> this woman comes to Jesus out of the burden and compassion that a mother has, and she says, my daughter is vexed with a devil. She's in need of some help. And Jesus, the loving Jesus, The kind, compassionate Jesus says, I'm only sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And Then she comes and worships him. And she says, Lord, help me. And then he says in response to her, it's not meat to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. In case you're missing it here in the King James, he's calling her a dog. I don't think that's really the response you expect to get from the Savior. I don't think that's really the response you expect to get from God. But He responds to her and says, Sorry, what I have is not for you. What I've come to do is not for you, but... Something rises up inside of mama and says, I don't care what you call me. I don't care what names you have for me. I don't care what opinion you have of me. and I don't care how much you try to turn me away. I don't care who you came for. Because I know what you came for. And I know what you have. And I know what you can do. And so... 
with a determination, she presses back. With a determination, she refused to be turned away. I'm not sure there's anybody that has the ability to be more stubborn than a mother has. I know there's no one that has the ability to make up their mind to not give up any more than a mother has. Friends give up on friends. Bosses give up on employees, and employees give up on bosses. And we give up on people, but there's something within the heart of a mother that won't give up. That will press on, that will push on, that will fight through whatever obstacles and circumstances that are there. I, I, I'm of the opinion, I, I don't know that I can really give you book, chapter, and verse for this, but I am of the strong opinion that when it comes to a mother and her prayers for her child, there's a little, there's a little special track that she has with God. I think God listens at times in some ways more to a mother's prayer than He listens to some other stuff. I've seen some mothers who have made up their minds to not give up on some kids and have have like the like the the widow that we hear about in scripture with the unjust judge she knew that the the judge had the ability to help her child and day after day she came and asked for mercy and day after day he sent her away refusing to do anything but you, you just don't mess with mama Because when she makes up her mind for something to do with one of her kids, you you might as well just give in. You might as well just give up. And so it was with this woman when she came to Jesus. There was there was a determination in her that says, I have a need. My baby has a need. And you have the ability to meet that need. I don't know about you, but if you call me a dog, I'm not sure. I'd have to have to want something really, really bad to not instantly be offended by you calling me that. In fact, there's a there's a lot of names. If you called me, I I I mean, there's some probably less offensive things you could call me that I probably would just walk away from you. Can, I wonder how many of us, it's not my message, but forgive me for detouring for a moment. I wonder how many of us, if we got the same response from God, this woman God, I wonder what our reaction would be. I mean, can you imagine? You come, Jesus, I sorry, I'm not going to take what I have and give it to a dog. Boy, I could see Men can't do it, but I, I could see some of you ladies snapping fingers and head bobbing back and forth, hand on a hip. Who do you think you're talking to? It, 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 first off, he says, I, what I have, I didn't come to give to you. 
That, that, that would have been enough for some. There was no name there, but he just said, I, what I have is not for you. For some, that would have been enough. They would have simply walked away and said, fine, if that's the way you feel about it, keep what you have. But she didn't stop there. She presses on. She comes and, in fact, look at her response to what he said. Her response was to come and worship. She didn't even come initially to ask for herself after that reaction. She comes and worships. Sometimes I have trouble worshiping God just because he didn't answer my prayer, not because of what he said. Sometimes I gotta really press through to worship because I really want him to do something and he's not, has nothing to do with the fact that he told me what I have isn't even for you, but that did not deter her. She pressed on anyway and then in her encounter with him, he says, what I have isn't for you. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take what I have and just waste it on dogs. She then responds and says, even the dogs, even the dogs get the crumbs. Okay, you don't want to give me the best. You don't want to give me, you don't want to serve me the best. That's all right. I'll just take the crumbs because my baby has a need. I'll just take what the excess is because my child has a need and you might as well change your mind because I'm not giving up until you give me what I need. I'm not going home until I get from you what you have the power and the ability to do. And I don't care if it's for me or not. I don't care if you came for me or not. What I know is you've got what I need and I'm not going anywhere until you do what I need. I don't know much about, I'm not so sure about Father Time. I do know about God the Father, the Eternal Father, and I also don't know much about old Mother Nature. I know there's some that put a whole lot of stock in Mother Nature. Let me tell you about another mother I know about. That's in Galatians 4 and verse 26. But Jerusalem, which is above, is free. Which is the mother of us all. The Amplified says it this way, Jerusalem above, the messianic kingdom of Christ is free, and she is our mother. Can I tell somebody today, whether you're a guest or you come here all the time, can I tell somebody today, the church is not an institution. The church is not an organization. There's a whole lot of things that man came up with the idea for. There's a whole lot of things that man started. There's a whole lot of things that man has created. Some good and some not so good. But I've come to tell you today, the church, 
The church is not something that a group of men sat around one day and thought, let's start a church. We don't have enough social organizations. We, we don't have enough social institutions. Let's create another one. Let's create a new one. We'll call it the church. No, it started when Jesus said, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Sorry, but I believe there's a majority of people today that are of the opinion church is just an organization. It's just an institution. It's just a man-made thing. But I'm here to tell you today, it is not. There's some good evidence as to why it's not because there's a whole lot of things that have not made it through a lot less than what the church has made it through. When you start from the beginning of this thing and find out the opposition that the church faced in the beginning and throughout history the church has faced, there's a lot of things, there's a lot of things, there's a lot of man-made things that have fallen apart having dealt with a whole lot less. But the church, through persecution, through opposition, through obstacles and difficulties through governments that have tried to rule it out. The church has continued on because when God starts something, it doesn't what matter what man does. You can't stop what God does. And just in case you're not clear on it, I'm not preaching to you today about a church. I'm talking about the church. I'm not preaching to you about Antioch. I'm talking about the church that Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. That's why in places of governments with dictatorships that have outlawed church and outlawed God and outlawed Christianity, Don't mess with mama, because she's going to find a way. (laughs) She's going to find a way, and that's why there are countless numbers of believers in countries like China that go to church every week in what's called the underground that the government may not know about, but mama's going to find a way. I know there was a lot of mamas in, in, in Egypt, but there was one mama that said, I don't care what Pharaoh says. I don't care what the law is. I don't care how dangerous it is. I'm going to find a way to preserve my baby. I'm going to find a way to save my child. And while every other mother was just giving in to what was going on, she constructs a little ark and she puts that baby in the river and she puts her life at risk. Because you don't mess with mama when she makes up her mind. I'm going to find a way. And the reason the church is not going anywhere is because Jerusalem, which is above, is free and she is the mother of us all. Oh, hallelujah. If all you know of church is simply an organization or an institution or just religion, I've come to tell you today you're missing something. Missing out on something. You're missing out on, you're missing out on a mama that you don't mess with.
I've watched at times when people have gone through difficulties and tragedy and circumstances. I've watched mama, the church, rise up and say, don't mess with my baby. Don't mess with my child. I don't know who you are today. I don't know what you've done. I don't know what your background is. I don't know what your history is. I don't know how much you've messed up. I don't know how bad of a person you've been, and I don't mean bad in the 2016 bad, cool way. I mean bad, bad. I don't care what you've done. I don't care, I don't care how bad of a person you've been. The, the, the church, which is the mother of us all, is like any other mother. You know what? I, I don't know. I don't know if it's. I, I don't know if you mothers have a different nose than we men have. I don't know. Or I don't know if it's just your heart. I can remember all of the delay tactics I used when I was at home with my kids in diapers. And I started to get a whiff. We have a problem. And she's supposed to be home any minute. Any time now. So I would slowly make my way to their room and slowly find the diaper. As I'm listening, surely, surely, she's surely. Man, if we'd only had iPhones back then with Find My Phone apps, I could have known exactly how long I needed to delay. I don't, I don't, I, oh my word. I never try, I've seen pictures of dads that have got nose, you know, uh, clothespins and put it on their nose and or wrapped up in, uh, you know, towels around the... I never quite went that far, but I, I knew how to... De- I, I delayed because I, I wasn't made for this. <laughs> I wasn't created to do this. Mama has a way. I, I don't... I mean, I don't... I, I needed the wipes laid out. I needed, I needed just about the whole package. See, it was not very economical for me to change babies. I don't know why she didn't understand that. I, 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 I watched, I watched my wife with, with, you know, two wipes take care of a whole mess. There ain't gonna be no folding and reusing. It's one swipe, and then we're on to the next wipe. And I don't care if it only got a microscopic speck on it. We're on to the next wipe. There, there, just, there just seems to be something within a mother that can deal with a mess a little better than a father. I, 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 I don't, do I need to make it much plainer where I'm going? 
she, she'll, man, she'll put up with a mess. She'll clean up all kinds of stuff. We won't go beyond the diaper. And, and while I'm sure it's not what she wants to do, there's, some, there's a willingness. Jerusalem, above. The messianic kingdom of Christ is free and she is our mother. I come to tell somebody today, you, you've got a mother. Oh, hallelujah. I've come to tell some folks that you come to church and, 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 and it's religion. And I don't mean religion. In the, it's just that's, a, that's about the faith that you have. The only faith that you can really muster up. I, I was in a conversation with a guy a couple of weeks ago and we, and we, we were, he, he, he told me he thought of me in a certain situation and it was one of those conversations where he, he said, you know, I believe we're all on the same road going the same place. Doesn't matter what you believe, doesn't matter, we're all, boy, something. I got through it. Some of you need to learn to breathe for a minute. You don't always need to say the first thing you think. And I'm glad that I didn't. Because as we got in the conversation, I, I said to him, you know what, there's a difference to me between Christianity and, and all other religions I know about. In this sense, most religions will deal with heaven and getting to heaven and it may be a different road, it may be a different path, but they all, you know, they talk about getting to heaven. But there's only one that I know of that doesn't just deal with where you're going. The rest of them, to my knowledge, give you no hope of redemption for your past. It's all about getting to some kind of eternal life, yes, but there's something about Christianity that it's not just about getting to heaven, but I can get redemption from my past. There is blood that will cover my past. There is forgiveness for my past. There is a washing away of my sins and my past can be put under the blood of Jesus and does not have, it's not something I just have to learn how to deal with it. I, I tried to tell him I didn't know how to really do it. I don't know how to really put it into words, but I tried to explain that there's something about the power of the blood and there is something about salvation that takes away all of the stuff from the past. There's something about a, a mother that doesn't hold it against us. I, 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 know, I know we're made up of human beings. I understand that. And perhaps some of you can sit there and you may have some circumstances and situations in your mind that you can argue with me this morning. Well, the church hasn't treated me like that or the church. And I, and that's, that, I realize that we're all human beings and I'm not, but I'm not talking about necessarily a group of people that make some mistakes from time to time. And don't tell you moms that love your kids and would die for them. Don't tell me you've never lost your temper with them. As, as, as high of props as I'm trying to give moms today, you're still humans. And every now and then, 
You snap. I hear one or one honest one. <laughs> Every now and then, the patience gets a little bit tried. Hello? Gets a little tested. So I realize sometimes we, we, may, we may falter a little bit. But I'm, I, in, in the context of scripturally what and who we are, Mama will fight for you. Mama will press through some opposition, some challenges for you. I don't know about you, but I'm glad I've got the church today. Oh, I'm, I'm glad that I got Jesus. Uh, there's no doubt about that, but I, I just got to tell you, you, you're not getting to heaven just you and Jesus. You and Jesus may have a good thing going, but you and Jesus aren't going to heaven by yourself. Because it's not individuals that are going to heaven. It's the bride of Christ. It's those that are a part of the bride. And so I'm glad not only today that I know who Jesus is, but I'm also glad I know who the church is. I'm also glad I know what the church is. I'm glad to know that when I stumble and fall and make mistakes, there is a mother of us all who is willing to keep believing and keep trusting and keep reaching out for me. I've come to tell somebody today on this natural Mother's Day that there is a mother of us all. You may not realize it, but don't mess with mama because she's looking out for you. You know what? You can, you can. Brother Joel said it, we get perceptions, expectations of people. And, and in most relationships and circumstances and situations, you, once you get those expectations, they don't change. But there are mothers who have had children that have been nothing but a disappointment. Nothing but failures and mistakes and mess ups in their life. And yet there's something way down inside of them that believes one day it's going to change. One day it's going to get fixed. One day my son's going to get it right. One day my daughter's going to get it right. One day they're going to realize the circumstances and situations they're in. And they're going to decide to change. A mother has the ability to keep believing that more than anybody else I know. Now I'm telling you today, there's a church that's a mother of us all that's got some expectations for some people in this place that perhaps for you and who you are and what you see of yourself, you've got some low expectations. But not only is there a God who washes away your past and puts all that under the blood, there also is a mama that will do the same thing, that will fight for us, that will push for us, that will protect us that will reach and struggle for us I, I, I remember hearing brother and sister Ben Kimbrell members of this church they lead one of our Sunday morning groups their first child who they had waited many years to have their first child was born with great physical problems and lived less than a month. 
I can remember years later them saying, we would have never made it through without the church. Well, I know it's God, but there's more to it than God. Oh, I didn't get much, didn't get much on that. Some of us, a couple of you this morning, you're of the opinion you and God can do it all by yourself. Let me tell you something, the only person that can attempt to do it by themselves, you are a, you are an artificial limb. Because the only way to have life, the only way to have life is to be connected to the body. Detached from the body, there's no life. Separate from the body, you may look like a hand. You may attempt to function as a hand. But if you are not connected to the body, there is no life. I'll make it by... No, you won't. You'll make it by yourself. Let's just have a little, let's just have a little uh, experiment this morning. Let's, let's cut your finger off and see your finger make it by itself. There's got to be a flow of blood. There's got to be oxygen. There's got to be connection. That's where the life comes from. I I know I'm not by myself when I say this today. I don't come to church out of obligation and duty. I didn't wake up. I don't care if I am an employee here and got a senior leadership position. I don't wake up and come out of obligation and duty. I don't go sit down at the dinner table because I have to. I get to. I need to. I'm going to receive something there that I'm in need of. So it is with church. The church. And when we come together, I'm going to get connected and I'm going to get something. And there's going to be some times when I don't have what it takes on my own. There's going to be some moments that I don't have what it takes, but mama is going to create an atmosphere and mama is going to create the opportunity that I can then get what I need. Sister Trish, come please. Oh, I, I, I really am, I'm sad for those that know nothing more of church than simply religion. Just, it's just religion. Just a, it's almost for a lot of people, it's just a social thing. That's why they can come for, put in an hour and go about their business the rest of the week. Because it's, it's just another organization. It's just another club in their life. That there's something more than that that we're a part of. There's something more than that that God has connected us to or invites us to be connected to. That's why getting in the church is a spiritual experience. Getting in the church is a spiritual... You can go join the, go join the fitness club. You can go... You, you, Sign on the line, give them your money, and you're in. 
You don't have to raise your hand this morning. I'm not asking for outward response, but how many of you ever purchased a gym membership, fitness club membership? Finally realized, you know what? I'm paying for this every month and I ain't doing nothing with it. I might as well cancel it. Just because you pay a membership for the gym doesn't mean you're in shape. Just because you pay your dues every month doesn't mean you're physically fit. Just because you make some kind of statement of faith doesn't put you in the church. You are baptized into Christ. You put on Christ. If you're a guest today, I'm happy to meet you. I'll shake your hand after church. But me shaking your hand is not how you get in this. Me shaking your hand is not the entrance into the club because it's not a club. good thing is most clubs you got to meet certain expectations to get in social clubs you got to have certain status but the church you just you just come just as you are If you're smelly and dirty, come. If you're clean and nice looking, come. If you've got it all together, come. If everything is falling apart, come. Because we're all equal at the cross. At the cross, we all start as sinners. Because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But there is an invitation to us all because a mama isn't picky about her baby. A mama doesn't doesn't uh, uh, cut out based on external things, but she decides you just come like you are. So here, but you know, we got a lot of good-looking, dressed-up folks today. You didn't start that way. Whether outwardly or inwardly, one day you came ragged. Dirty and messed up. But mama said, come. And the father said, come. I want you to stand if you would, please. I preached to some people this morning, probably not a majority, but at least a few people that stand here today and Experiences of your life have been that of rejection and not being good enough and not being able to measure up and maybe overall just feeling like a failure. Have you ever really stopped for a moment and looked at some of the artwork on a refrigerator? You're not going to see it in the finest of art galleries. But I I think most moms, it's not obligation or duty. It's, It's out of sincerity that they will take a picture 
where the lines have not been stayed in. Where things that should be one color are some completely crazy different color. And the mother will cherish that forever. I tell you today, there is a mother and there is a father that does not have some bar set that somehow through your own abilities and efforts and talents and skills you have to achieve these expectations. But He wants you just like you are. If you would, if you're comfortable doing it, would you just close your eyes for a moment right where you are? Would you just for a moment allow the Spirit of the Lord that's in this place to touch your heart right now. I believe there's somebody, if it's just simply one person, it's just one person, somebody today needs to know that you've got a heavenly father and there is a Jerusalem, there is a church that's the mother of us all that cares more deeply than you could ever imagine. In the name of Jesus, if you feel to do it, maybe somebody close by you, maybe somebody you recognize the, the Spirit of the Lord is wanting to touch here today, would you just for a moment be sensitive to the Spirit of the Lord? It's a holiday. We're not going to go very long here. I'm not going to drag this out, but just for a moment right now. Father, I ask you to minister in this place. God, not only do we have you as a heavenly father, but you've blessed us with an opportunity for a mother, a church that is to be our spiritual mother, that is to do for us what a natural mother does. God, help somebody in this place today to know and believe that they've got a heavenly father. That there is a church that is a spiritual mother that takes care of, that looks out for, that watches over, that provides. In the name of Jesus, let your spirit minister right now, Lord, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Let your presence touch somebody's life right now, Father. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Doesn't matter how much you messed up today. Doesn't matter what kind of mistakes you made. Doesn't matter what your failures may be. There's hope today. There's hope today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus name, in Jesus name, in Jesus name. Thank you Jesus. Just another few moments here. Come on church, be sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Just a few more moments here. In Jesus name, in Jesus name. Touch a heart right now, Father. Touch a life right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. 
Bring hope where there's discouragement and no hope. Bring hope, God, where there's doubt and fear. In the name of Jesus. 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 Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. God bless you. If you need to go, you're ready to go. Welcome to go. I know there's a couple that are still praying, but be mindful of those. But if you're ready to go, please feel free to go.